Blog Talk Radio. by remembering them, 
to honor them. You know, we owe these men and women a debt. We could never fully repay. How can you repay someone for laying down their lives and creating a country that you now live in, that you enjoy all the the benefits, all the rights and privileges of living in? And the answer is you can never repay them. But you can honor them by remembering them, and that's one of the things that we strive to do. It seems that uh, currently our nation uh, seems to want to uh, pass over the history of the nation, pass over the sacrifices made by so many, and uh, simply start American history with whoever the last uh, the last elected president was. But we know that our history, a rich, full history, reaches all the way back to April 19, 1775, to the birth of our nation. <clears throat> a full, rich history. And those folks who cannot learn from history, those folks who do not know their history, are doomed to repeat it. How are you going to know that uh, X, Y, and Z was tried and had disastrous results or had amazing results if you don't know that it uh, has been tried before, if you didn't study the history of it? Uh, Shakespeare will tell you that there is nothing new under the sun, and uh, I have to agree that there are there are very few things that that haven't been tried before, and uh, the results aren't always the same. But in many cases, there are, and and when they are, you should learn from that. <clears throat> I'd like to thank everyone for uh, tuning in tonight. Uh, our guest this evening is going to be Aaron Zellman. He's the uh, uh, head of the uh, JPFO, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. And uh, he's going to speak to us about the JPFO uh, mission, what they do, uh, uh, what they were trying to accomplish. And one of the reasons is uh, is that the Appleseed mission is a very simple one, a very direct one. And that's that we are building uh, a very uh, huge intense, aggressive machine designed to go out and wake people up, wake them up, get them off the couch, almost like a a Paul Revere machine. And uh, our machine isn't uh, yelling out, the regulars are coming, the regulars are coming, to arms, to arms. Ours is yelling out that there is an absolutely amazing nation that, uh, that is beginning to decay and rust. And that if you don't wake up and you don't do something, starting today, starting with each and every person today, starting to do something, that damage, enough damage is going to be done that uh, at some point in the very near future it might become irreparable damage. <clears throat> and that's something we don't want to see. So our mission is to wake people up. And because... There are uh, it's gaining on 300 million people in the United States. That uh, that is a very uh, that's a very huge mission. In order to do that, we have to remain very simple in uh, our mission goals. We have to become very focused. 
and it doesn't allow uh, for a lot of extra stuff. And yet, we are going to ask you at each event that you get involved in the extra stuff also. Now, we're not going to uh, we're not going to try and become everything to everyone. We're not going to uh, branch off into uh, explaining uh, house builds and uh, and building Second Amendment defense uh, organizations, uh, etc. And the reason is, number one, our job, our mission is big enough as it sits there. Our mission is huge. Uh, in order to get it done, we'll have to concentrate solely on our mission. Number two, there are already thousands of organizations out there already geared up to do what we're asking you to do. All you have to do is get involved with one of these organizations <clears throat> and help, and they can help you decide what you want to do, how you want to help safeguard uh, the rights, freedoms, and liberties that you now enjoy. The main mission that you should have is the apple seed one, which is waking people up, getting your friends, your neighbors, your family members off their couches, getting them to an apple seed event, letting them get uh, instruction in rifle marksmanship, and for them to hear from the from the mouth of one of the instructors, to hear the story of the three strikes of the match. Hear the story of, of how our nation was begun that one day, April 19, 1775. That should be your main goal. You get enough people awake, and they're reaching out and waking each other up. They're waking other people up, shoulder to shoulder, and it becomes just like the, just like the uh, alarm tree that Paul Revere started. Because waking up two guys and uh, getting them involved in the program uh, is great. And uh, getting them to, uh, to understand that it is their sacred obligation to uh, understand what's going on in the nation and to vote and pay attention uh, to, uh, to the things going on in the nation is great. But two people is not going to do it. Uh, 200 people is not going to do it. 2,000 is not going to do it. 20,000 is not going to do it. It's going to have to be a lot more, and that means we have to stay focused. We have to stay focused on what we're doing. Our mission is one of the most important missions in the nation. The mission of alerting people to the fact that they have a responsibility to safeguard their liberties and rights themselves. Because without us doing our mission, then none of the other missions get done. Why? Because it's so much easier for folks to just sit on the couch, so much easier to be in denial of the fact that... Uh, that the country is in need of some maintenance, of some TLC. And uh, so much easier to shrug it off and say, well, I'm certain someone's taking care of this. This is obviously too important a, uh, a mission uh, for it not to be happening. So certainly, certainly someone is taking care of this. So I'm not going to worry about it that much because certainly someone is taking care of it. Now, would you say the same thing? If you sent your kids out uh, 
to the park and they hadn't returned by uh, midnight, if they had to walk uh, 20 blocks down to the park and they weren't back by midnight, would you say, I'm certain somebody is watching over those kids? Nobody would, uh, nobody would do anything uh, malicious to those kids. Certainly somebody right now is showing them how to get home. So I'm not going to worry about it. And the answer is no. No, you'd be tearing your hair out as you were screaming, ran screaming block to block, screaming the children's names out so you could find them, uh, hopefully safe and sound, so that you could probably beat them the rest of the way home. That's what you would do. And yet, it's no less a problem to allow the homes and the 100 million children of the country go unsafeguarded, which is what you do if you sit there and do nothing. That's what you do. That's what happens when you sit there and do nothing. Okay, so the Appleseed Mission is absolutely important. Without waking up the folks, there is no folks to go run screaming down the block to find out where their kids are. That's our mission, making sure that people are awake. Now, once they're awake, uh, their number one goal should be waking up everyone around them. Now, once we get everybody awake in our immediate vicinity, uh, then there are other missions that need to be fulfilled. Not Appleseed missions, but missions that you as an American citizen have an obligation to perform. And uh, there are plenty of organizations out there that help with this. One of these is going to be the uh, JPFO. And uh, we'll talk about that uh, in just a minute. Let's get the, uh, the upcoming events. Let's get them uh, set up here. The uh, upcoming the next upcoming events are for the weekend of October 24th and 25th. And uh, just in the uh, 17, 17, see, just in the in the next uh, uh, 12 days or so. That's a lot. That's a lot, especially for the end of uh, of October. Uh, you know, a lot of the cooler areas are starting to receive inclement weather. And uh, a lot of the places are slowing down. Uh, we certainly encourage folks, even if you're in a, uh, if you're in a state uh, where it's getting ready to snow, make sure you're still banging out one snow apple seed a month. Bang it out. Why? Because that's what you live in. You live in snow. Make sure that you know what your uh, rifle system does in the snow. And the only way you're going to find out is by going to an apple seed. Go to an apple seed and shoot the weekend in the snow. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's probably going to be cold. But uh, you, you guys that live in the snow are geared up for that. So make sure that you still uh, bang out one apple seed a month if you can in the snow areas this this winter. But look... We've got a huge number of events uh, 
to finish out the year. Uh, I haven't counted it yet, but I'm guessing it's at least uh, 50 <clears throat> for the end of the year, just for the last two months. Uh, I'm so proud of the Apple program, I could just burst. Uh, we're, we're certainly not finished by any means. This is like... Uh, it's like being proud of the baby when it first comes out all ugly and wrinkly and, and pointy-headed, and uh, and it doesn't matter, you know. It's still, it's the, it's the baby. It's, a, it's, the, it's the life you were looking for. And, uh, and that's what I see the program right now. It's still in its infant stages. Uh, now... Uh, we're probably going to be growing at uh, at least dog years. So uh, every year an apple seed is uh, seven human years. So uh, so we're growing, we're maturing, uh, hopefully rapidly enough to keep pace uh, with what we're doing. That is uh, certainly the the goal of the program and the uh, the hopes of the staff is that we can keep pace with the growth of this uh, of this machine. Well, we've got quite a few events coming up, and, uh, and I'm proud of each and every one of them. You know, Appleseed has grown tremendously. Uh, two years ago, I, I knew every instructor in the program. I knew them. I knew their name. I knew their forum name, and I knew their real name. Uh, and two years later, uh, their shoot bosses... I've never heard of before. Uh, not only do I not know their real name, I, I've never heard of their forum name before. Uh, so, you know, that's good and bad. Obviously, I'm not going to know the names of every uh, one million instructors in a few years. Uh, and that's, you know, I wish I did, but there's no way it's going to happen. But there's going to be one million uh, brothers and sisters that, uh, if I lived long enough, I hopefully I'd have a chance to meet them and uh, and talk with them. And even if I didn't, I'm going to know that they're carrying the apple seed message in their heart. That they're on their lips is the story. They have the story ready. It's on their lips, waiting to jump out. To me, that's just an absolutely uh, amazing, an absolutely breathtaking uh, thought. The To come from a couple of years ago, when uh, one day I finally uh, I came to the horrible, shocking, uh, nightmarish reality of what I thought would be, uh, I saw the nation as a uh, diseased and dying thing. And I, to be perfectly honest, I saw no hope for recovery, no hope uh, for the nation to be cured of its ills. All I saw was what looked to me as to be a long, painful, ugly death and uh, and I don't see it that way anymore. I don't see it that way anymore. I see everywhere I go, 
I hear people talking about doing something, about about changing something. Now, a lot of times, maybe they don't know, maybe they don't know what they're supposed to be doing or how they're supposed to be getting involved. And that's where we come in. That's what we do. We help them get jump started. Okay, <clears throat> El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, October 24th and 25th. That same weekend, we have Gunnison, Colorado, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Mayaka, Florida, Osage Beach, Missouri, Ottawa, Illinois, and Wayland, Iowa. The October 31st and 1st weekend, we have Albion, New York, Athens, Ohio, Carrollton, Kentucky, Castle Rock, Washington, Dulzura, California, Fresno, California, Hinckley, Minnesota, Jerome, Idaho, Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, and Santa Barbara, California. That brings us to the first weekend, uh, the first full weekend in November. That was the last day of October and the first day of November. This will be the first full weekend in November, the 7th and 8th. College Station, Texas. Hernando County, Florida. Maynardville, Tennessee. Miamisburg, Ohio. Ottawa, Illinois. Pittsburgh, Kansas. Ridgecrest, California. Salisaw. Oklahoma, Socorro, New Mexico, Virginia Beach, Virginia. That brings us to the second full weekend in November. That's the 14th and 15th. For that weekend, we have Augusta, Georgia, Bates City, Missouri, Boulder City, Nevada, Davila, Texas. Now, that will be the uh, the apple seed, which... Uh, is the culmination of the Rothman's Boot Camp. Uh, starting the 8th of uh, November, we'll uh, get started with the Rothman's Boot Camp here in Davila. And then on the 14th and 15th, those men and women who come to the Rothman's Boot Camp, they will be instructing at that apple seed. So I encourage uh, I encourage the folks to uh, to come to the uh, Davila, Texas, Appleseed, the 14th and 15th, so that you can uh, you can see what the results of coming to a Rothman's boot camp is. You can see the uh, the freshly hatted uh, instructors and see them at their work. And we'll also have a, we'll have a really large uh, instructor to attendee ratio. We'll have all the new instructors we just hatted, and then we'll have all the the men and women who taught the boot camp. So it's always a uh, it's always a very exciting uh, apple seed. You've got the guys that just uh, came out of the boot camp. They are uh, they are ready to instruct. They are full of uh, enthusiasm, and uh, I, I just love the end of the boot camp apple seeds. Uh, that same weekend, the 14th and 15th, has Fallon, Nevada, Glen Helen, California, Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Maine, Lexington, Kentucky, uh, Peru, California, Rama, Colorado, Spearfish, South Dakota, Stinson, West Virginia, 
Toccoa, Georgia, Yanceyville, North Carolina. That takes us to the third full weekend in November, the 21st and 22nd. That weekend starts off with El Paso, Texas, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Lemoore, California, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, Midland, Texas, Ramsar, North Carolina, Buckeye, Arizona, starts the weekend of the 28th and 29th. El Paso Community College, Texas, also the 28th and 29th. Lewiston, Idaho, Mayaka, Florida, and Riley, Indiana, 28th and 29th. <clears throat> that gives us this uh, the next 30 days of apple seed. <clears throat> now, you want to find out how to get to an event, where we're having them, what days, the information about uh, a certain event, and especially you decide you want to go to one, you want to get registered, here's what you do. You go to rwva.org, rwva.org. Once you're on the home page there, look on the top left, you'll see Appleseed. You click on the Appleseed tab, and that will bring a drop-down menu. That will pull it down when you get uh, to the drop-down menu. Uh, scroll down to Schedule, click on Schedule, and that will take you to the page that I'm reading from now. That tells you the uh, the events listed by the cities and the dates. Now, once you've decided on a location and a date, just to the right of that are two hot links. One says Information. Information tab will give you information on that specific event, the location, any rules or regulations, uh, who to contact for more information, etc. To the right of that is a uh, hot link that says register. If you decide to come to an event, please pre-register. That helps uh, you and that helps the program. Number one, it makes sure that you have a place on the line when the event uh, when the event happens. You don't have to worry about uh, getting to the event and. Uh, and not having a place on the line, <clears throat> your place will be uh, guaranteed there. Two, it helps us by making sure that we know how many people are going to be in the event. Uh, as I said, we're doing a huge number of events, and each of these events has to have a shoot boss. It has to have instructors. It has to have a, uh, uh, a shoot box with all the targets, T-shirts, uh, etc. Uh, it has to have porta johns ordered, on and on. The only way if we're going to know for sure what, uh, how much, how many instructors to send, how much gear to send, is for you guys to pre-register. You pre-register, then we can say, okay, great, we have X number of folks coming there. Uh, let's send out uh, uh, instructor so and so to shoot boss, and let's send him out three IITs or uh, two Red Hats in IIT, uh, whatever is needed for that event so that we have a good instructor-to-attendee uh, ratio. <clears throat> also, uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but there have been several cases where events sold out, and there happened to be additional line nearby. In one case, it was the same range, and in another case, it was... Uh, at location across town. Nevertheless, since we knew we had uh, the folks that wanted to attend, 
we book the additional line. I can guarantee you that won't happen uh, if you don't pre-register. We're not going to book additional line unless we see the, the folks there uh, that are asking for it. <clears throat> so go to rwva.org. That's the home page. Look in the top left-hand corner. You'll see Appleseed. Click on Appleseed. That brings, a, uh, brings down a pull-down menu. Scroll down the pull-down menu to Schedule. Once you're on Schedule, that takes you to the page that I'm reading from now. It has all the uh, cities, the states, and dates for the event. Once you've selected one of those, go to the Information page, read the information. And once you're, that's, you're certain that's the event you want to go to, that nothing on the information page uh, uh, stops you from going, then click on register and pre-register for the event. Okay. All right, let's see. I see that the uh, chat page has... Uh, has loaded up. I don't know how long it's been on, but once again, I came in early and uh, and hit the open ten minutes before the show started, and uh, and it must have been at least five or ten minutes after the show had started, uh, and it still wasn't open. So I'm not sure uh, when it finally opened up. <clears throat> okay. We uh, we have a couple of callers online. I asked uh, Mr. Zellman to come on at 7.30. So I'm going to, uh, we'll take a couple of very quick calls. And then... Uh, and then he should be calling in. Now, once again, the uh, the uh, JPFO mission is not the same as the Appleseed mission. Neither is the NRA mission. Neither is uh, TSRA or any other missions. And uh, yet you should still be aware and advised of the things that, uh, that these other organizations are doing. We're going to have... Uh, Next week, we'll have Chris Knox from the Firearms Coalition, Neil Knox's son. Uh, he'll be on the show. The week after that, what we're trying to set up is uh, we're going to try and have the, uh, the guys from Fort Stewart who went to Fort Stewart. We'd like to have the recordings uploaded to the show and then have them narrated and guided, uh, guided through by the folks who are there at Fort Stewart. And uh, that should be the... Uh, the first weekend in November. I mean, the first uh, Tuesday in November. All right. Well, we're waiting uh, for Mr. Zellman to come on. Uh, we're going to take uh, a caller real quick. Area code 208. You're on the air. Area uh, code 208. You're on the air with us. Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, boy, I must have pushed the wrong button because I didn't have anything to say. It's my first time joining this uh, 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 Rifleman radio show, but I... Well, first of all, what's your, what's your name? You don't have to give us your full name, just what's your... Uh, my name's Rod Davis on the forum. I'm Pa Ra. 
Okay, so you're on the Appleseed Forum. Yeah, I, oh. I am an instructor and going to be doing the uh, uh, Jerome Idaho shoot. Okay, great. Yeah, and I've read uh, several of your posts and some of your after actions and stuff. Sounds like you guys are doing a great job up there. Yeah, Larry up in, uh, or Reformed Redneck up in the uh, Coeur d'Alene area, he is, he's really, really has a mission in life here, I think. Well, how did you, how did you end up uh, tonight here on the, uh, the, right, the radio show? Was it from the forum post or any, somewhere else? Uh, I was getting emails for quite a while about it, and I, my work, a lot of times I don't get home till after it's over, but tonight I got home early, and I thought, you know, I've been wanting to, to hear what you guys are talking about, and uh, I was just really glad to be able to, uh, to be able to listen to what you're saying. Well, I, that's great. Know. Now, and when you click on the, uh, or when you call up, you can uh, listen to the show, and then there's a... It usually asks you if you want to go on the air and talk or not, and uh, and if you say no, then usually what I see on the switchboard here is a red hand saying no, but oh. uh, but that just uh, that usually just draws my attention to it so I can click on it faster. So, <laughs> okay. So you don't have to worry. I, even if you would have done that, I still would have clicked on you. Uh, well, you're going to be in for a uh, uh, you should be in for a, a, a great show tonight. Or this will be the first time that we've. Uh, that we've taken, uh, that we've had a guest on like Mr. Zellman. Uh He's uh, head of uh, Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. He's going to come on and he's going to talk for a while about uh, his organization, what their uh, goals and missions are, what they do, and uh, and just give us uh, information about his organization, what they're what they're trying to do, and. Uh, so we're going to start having uh, more guests on now. If you guys have a specific guest that uh, uh, that you'd like to see, then uh, please be sure and you can post it on the forum, or you can uh, uh, you can send me a PM or email. Uh, either way, and uh, we'll do our best to get those folks on. Uh, I'm looking to try and get uh, <coughs> Mr. Rhodes on uh, in the future to uh, talk about. Uh, the Oath Keepers Org. You know, Mr. Rhodes, Stuart Rhodes, he was a member of Appleseed uh, way before he started the Oath Keepers, and uh, he's the one that wrote the article in the SWAT magazine that uh, you know that we send out. You know, the nice glossy uh, bifold that had the color bifold that we send out. Right, right. That's uh, he wrote that article, and uh, and now he's running uh, Oath Keepers and. Uh, uh, we'd like to have him on to talk about that organization. Now, if you guys, uh, if you want to call in, uh, you're welcome to call in. Uh, but uh, I said uh, Mr. Zellman's going to call in just a few minutes, and we're going to let him talk. But if you'd like to call in, if you're on the uh, the chat, Karen has uh, posted the number there in the chat. Now, if you're listening through Blog Talk Radio, we welcome you to and encourage you to take just a few minutes to register, uh, so that uh, uh, so that you can come on to the uh, you can come into the chat. You can uh, uh, you know you can talk there in the chat, and uh, uh, and then you can uh, you can also register and uh, mark yourself as a uh, friend of the program. And uh, become part of the uh, Blog Talk 
community. I don't believe that they ask for for much. I think they're just trying to make sure that you're not a spammer. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, let's see. Pa Ra, you've been with the program for a little over a year. Is that right? Um, actually, I uh, have been, the, my first Appleseed was about three years ago at Fallon, uh, Nevada. And I met Fred, and uh, I got inspired. But I had other commitments that I had promised people I would uh, do beforehand. And I'm, I finally got into a place where I can commit time and energy and my own money and resources to, you know, let people know about American Revolutionary history. Well, how long have you been? How long have you been a member of the forum? Uh, uh, probably about two years. Two years? Okay. Something well, like that. maybe I just, uh, I was trying to think back and give a rough guess of, uh, of when I first started seeing you, and I know that it, uh, I know that it was well over a year. Right. I, I don't make a lot of posts. I read a lot of information on there, and there's a lot of really good information, but unless I have something really to say, I kind of keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> Can you become an instructor on how to show other folks how to do that? Uh, I would try to, but I'm afraid <laughs> I'd get smacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that would uh, – uh, God bless everyone uh, making posts on the forum because uh, that's what it's for. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, right now we're running up on 5,000 members. Uh, if When folks make a lot of posts uh, – then, uh, you know, on a, the forums are great for a lot of stuff, but uh, finding stuff on the forums is not one of the uh, the easy things that you can do. And uh, the more posts you get, it seems like the harder to find the information gets. So, uh, you know, if it, if it makes you wish that you could just have uh, just the... Uh, only the most uh, necessary posts made, and then uh, and everything else left off. But but that is not uh, that's not the human way to do things. So <clears throat> well, uh, what is your next event? You said the next event you're going to is going to be the shoot in Idaho. Right at Jerome, Idaho. It's it's kind of a all of a sudden last minute deal. The the guy that actually got it set up has never been to an apple seed. Um, his name's Jeremy, and we've been communicating on what needs to happen. And I made a trip out there to talk to the uh, uh, the folks at the range there, um, and we want to try to get something going in that area. There's quite a quite a few people in that in the kind of middle of the state. But um, um, anyway, I'm I'm planning on recruiting Jeremy. He's going to be an orange hat before we're done here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> what, uh, do, you, do you know which instructors already uh, signed up for the shoot? Uh, I last time I checked, I'm the only one that's actually signed up for it. Uh, the, the group out of northern Idaho, it's uh, that time of year. It's kind of iffy. Uh, if the roads are icy, they it could be like a about a day and a half trip for them. So uh, that's the uh, and I, that's the that's the first of November. So right. what? Uh, what stage of the uh, of the winter snow will you be in by then? Will you already have uh, semi-permanent snow? Uh, it depends. Uh, 
the weather in the last couple of weeks has uh, gone from 100 degrees down to we've had some freezing weather at night and rain. It's been in the 50s, but it could easily uh, be uh, frozen at least in the mornings. Uh, there may not be snow that actually stays at that time of year. It's just we'll just have to wait and see. What you, you never know what the weather's going to be around here. Right. But, uh, we're not a real high elevation, but it is uh, kind of a high desert, and we do get, I mean, there are some years we'll get, you know, a couple, two, three feet of snow. Other years we don't hardly have any, so we'll definitely see. But uh, the range, of, there's plenty of room for, you know, 40, 50 people to shoot, and uh, uh, the people at the range had no idea even what Appleseed was about. The gentleman that got everything set up was excited about the program. He's ne Like I said, he's never been to one. And when I talked to him about what's going to be required, uh, you know, what kind of rifle to bring, he didn't have anything, so I'm going to bring a rifle. He's working on getting ammunition together. And if nobody else shows up, it'll be me and him, and he'll be a rifleman before the weekend's over. But uh, uh, kind of looking forward to it. It's my first time actually being a shoot boss. So it's... Um, uh, you know, I I like the message, and I like you know what it's done for me in my life as far as uh, getting me involved in what's happening. And you know, kind of as you were talking about earlier, getting me off the couch and involved in doing something. And now, of course, we want you to be working 110 percent of the time, right, for Appleseed. But uh, uh, we'll let uh, uh, we'll let you uh, uh, get by with uh, okay ninety five. So that gives you five percent of the time to eat, sleep, uh, work your regular sixty hour a week job, etc. Now, well, I would like some time to do a little reloading if you don't mind, but not, I don't need a lot. No, out. no, that's right. That's out. Okay. Uh, but uh, on the time, whenever you do invest, uh, uh, you know, other time and say uh, in Second Amendment and stuff, uh, who are you working with? Do you have? Uh, are you an NRA member? Are you a member of your state rifle organization? What? Uh, where do you plug that in? Um, yeah, I'm a member of the NRA and a member of the uh, Idaho Rifle and Pistol Association. There are um, uh, my main interest in, in uh, my first apple seed is I want I was actually looking just for a hobby to do and I wanted to shoot service rifle high power. Uh, my brother who lives up in Bozeman had heard about apple seed and thought you know you should go there just to learn about how to shoot a rifle so you don't get a lot of bad habits. And um, I went to the first one. I had no idea what it was about. I thought, you know, man, if these guys are a bunch of kooks, I can just pack up and leave in the afternoon. But, you know, I'll, I'll go and see what it's about. By about noon on Saturday, I understood that Appleseed was a program with a purpose and had uh, – I didn't shoot a rifleman score on, the, on my first attempt. In fact, it took me three Appleseeds to do that. But, um, you know, I – listened to what Fred had to say. I saw his passion for the uh, American Revolutionary history, and I 
I was mind boggled. I'd never heard about this stuff before. And I, I, you know, I knew I was going to get involved in the program at some point. I, I just, like I say, I had to get some other stuff that I had moved out of the way, and I worked toward doing that. Um, and I have to tell you, every uh, apple seed that I've gone to, to, to as an orange hat to be an instructor, you know, I've met a bunch of great people that just are, um, you know, in love with the United States of America, and you know, they're good people. I want to hang out with them. And that's that's what it's about. And uh, you know, I always tell folks that uh, apple seed is not a uh, apple seed is it's not a dash. It's not a hundred yard sprint. It uh, it's a marathon, and you have to be in this for the long run, for the duration. Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't burn yourself up in one mad dash and think you've accomplished anything. You uh, you have to chip away at it day after day, and that means you have to work on the, the people to your left and right too, day after day. And uh, sometimes it takes a little while for folks to uh, to simmer up and get ready, you know, like a nice uh, stew. You know, it's not uh, you can't microwave in 30 minutes and expect it to taste right. Uh, you know, it's got to cook. Uh, for several hours, and then it's got to, uh, and then you need to uh, put it in the refrigerator for a day, and uh, you know, and heat it back up the next day for it to get its uh, its best taste. And that's the way uh, that's the way that the thing that has to be done with uh, with some apple seed folks is uh, got to work on them. They have to simmer and cook up, uh, and treat the program as a uh, as a thing for the duration. <clears throat> All right, Pyra. Yep. I'm going to uh I'm not gonna hang up on you. I'm just gonna put your mic on hold. I appreciate you calling in. Sure. And uh so you'll just be uh you're you'll just be mooted, you can still listen in. Uh and right now I would like to uh to welcome Mr. Aaron Zellman to the program. Mr. Zellman is uh, head of the uh Jews for the preservation of firearms ownership and uh he's uh He's uh, very graciously agreed to uh, appear on the program tonight and uh, speak to the folks about uh, JPFO's uh, missions and goals, etc. And we'd like to welcome uh, welcome you to the program, Mr. Zellman. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Michael. Well, thank you. Well, first off, right off the bat, now, uh, the uh, JPFO and Appleseed go pretty far back. As a matter of fact, it goes back before there was Appleseed because, uh, you know, Fred uh, had been pushing uh, JPFO forever uh, with Fred's M14 stock. And, uh, <clears throat> but a lot of people still uh, are new to uh, are new to what uh, uh, well to what Appleseed's even doing, let alone to what uh, your organization is doing. So, if you could just give us. Uh, Give us kind of an introduction to the uh, the JPFO uh, missions and goals, what you guys do on a day-to-day basis. Well, JPFO, Michael, is, a, is an educational group. Uh, our focus has been on giving people the intellectual ammunition they need to fight the battle with great vigor. You know, we're the organization who 
uncovered the use of Nazi law to create America 68 Gun Control Act. And that's all covered on our website. And uh, it's also there's a book that we have called Gun Control Gateway to Tyranny. But we got that started by helping people understand that the late Senator Thomas Dodd of Connecticut uh, had the Library of Congress translate the Nazi gun control laws of 1938. Uh, and he cribbed from them. He used them as a model uh, to create America's 1968 Gun Control Act. We're also the group that's encouraged people to uh, learn more about the history of gun control. And to that uh, end, we have uh, helped people understand the connection between gun control, gun registration, victim disarmament, and then death by government, which is also known as genocide. And so to that end, we have a book called Gun Control, uh, sorry, Death by Gun Control, (laughs) and also a film called Innocence Betrayed, which has won a number of awards. Uh, The film covers the last eight major genocides in the last 100 years. So it's not just the Holocaust. There's seven other genocides where gun control has been used to disarm people and then demonize them and target them for extermination. Those are the primary things that JPFO does. Our focus always has been to destroy gun control, not compromise with it. In fact, we have never compromised with the issue of gun control. We think that it's evil, and we think that it brings a great deal of evil into the world. And so we we think that every gun owner should fear uh, gun control, not just uh, think it's just some kind of loony notion that somebody has. In fact, our our latest project on this, uh, which your listeners might find interesting, is a project called the Ten Commandments of Self-Defense. And the uh, the Ten Commandments of Self-Defense are based on biblical law, uh, where uh, human beings are commanded by the Almighty to kill those who are coming to kill them and do so preemptively. Uh, we think it's important for people to understand that uh, they have a not only an obligation, but they're commanded to defend their lives and that of other people. Right. You have a you have folks, and I, I spoke with you earlier today about this. That uh, I still I still hear from folks who say, you know, I won't have a I won't have a firearm in the house because uh, that could lead to me using it and uh, and actually injuring or even killing somebody, and that uh, killing somebody, even in defense of your home, would be a mortal sin. Well, they have shown their their absolute ignorance by even making such a statement. Uh, we are commanded uh, by uh, the Almighty to defend our lives, and including. Uh, Defending somebody else's life, even if it means killing the attacker, and uh, and so I think the people who make those kind of statements, from our, from our perspective, probably have some kind of mental health issues, and what they're really saying is that they are so full of inner rage, so they are so, they're so full of hatred uh, for other people that uh, they don't trust themselves to own a gun, and therefore they don't trust you or I or anybody else to own a firearm. We have on our website, which is a free download, an article called Raging Against Self-Defense. It's been written by a psychiatrist. And the article, again, is called Raging Against Self-Defense. And then it explains the mental health issues that gun prohibitionists have. And it's worth having that information in your back pocket. Well, uh, I listened to the uh, uh, to the interview. There's a uh, on your site at uh, J. 
pfo.org, there's a, uh, a download right there from Rabbi Vendori. Uh, I believe it's uh, 27 minutes. I know that he has a, uh, a set of uh, discs that gives a full 80-minute uh, uh, talk that he gives, but uh, it was very interesting, and especially some of the, uh, the transcripts that went with it. Uh, I mean, uh, in there, there was uh, you, you are actually commanded, and it gave, a, it gave many examples of it. If somebody is trying to tunnel into your house, uh, you know, trying to tunnel onto your house, they break into your house, and uh, you're commanded to dispatch them. If, if thieves come in and uh, break in to rob and kill you, you're commanded uh, uh, to kill them. And, uh, in fact, you know, the, the commandment goes beyond just self-defense of your body. Uh, we are commanded to also defend our soul. Our, you know, it's, not, it's more than just our body. It's more than just our property. And uh, this is something American people, this is a lesson that they've, they've yet to learn, that uh, you know, the American people are going to have to wake up to the day when they finally make a decision. Are they going to live by God's law, and I do mean live, or are they going to die because of man's law, the government law? And so everyone listening tonight has to make a decision as to which law they're going to live by or die by. Right. And uh, <clears throat> now it's very important that, uh, as I said, that we are, uh, as a nation, uh, we get taught every single day uh, that defending yourself is wrong and uh, this has nothing to do that I, I'm, we're not we're certainly not speaking about uh, attacking the government we're talking about an individual's uh, responsibility and obligation to defend his own life and defend his home but uh, you see case after case of folks uh, breaking into someone's house with the intent of probably uh, to murder them and uh, they are required by law to run or to uh, or, or they're prevented by law from defending themselves in their well, own home. That's correct. Now, that's an example of a government law getting you killed uh, versus God's law keeping you alive. Right. And uh, I put uh, some of the books uh, from uh, JPFO onto the uh, Rifleman website. So if you click onto the, uh, uh, to the listing page, you'll see down at the bottom, uh, you'll see three of the books uh, there. One is... Uh, I believe one is dial nine one one and die, and uh, and then the one the other one is uh, one of the ones that you had written with Claire Wolf, and uh, let's see, they're uh, no, no, which one is that? We, she and I worked on several different books. Right, yeah, you guys had worked on several ones. Uh, I'll pull it up and take a look in just a second, but uh, but where I live, uh, I can tell you right now that uh, if the uh, if the sheriff was in his car, full of gas, the engine running, and uh, with the directions to my house on his lap, uh, it'd be 45 minutes uh, normally for them to get here, which is uh, really a long time uh, for me to wait to uh, for someone else to defend me. Well, you're right, and that's typical, I think of lots of people throughout America. And that's why it's all the more reason for people to be prepared and able 
uh, and have the right equipment at their fingertips to uh, keep themselves alive. That was me opening the Blog Talk Radio uh, radio page here to get the to get the books. I'll, I'll pull them up a sec in a second, and uh, I'll. Uh, I just want to make sure it's the book we still have in print. <laughs> yeah, the uh, state versus the people. And That's out of print. Death by gun control. Well, okay, the state versus the people is out of print. Oh, it is out of print. Okay, it has been for a couple of years. Well, this is uh, Amazon. These are books that uh, you can buy right now on Amazon. Well, they don't have any of those. But anyway, probably, okay, well, that's another story. But. They're probably used. Okay. But uh, they're, they are currently, what, you, what the uh, Blog Talk radio site allows me to do, they have, a, I guess, some kind of agreement with Amazon. So I can list books that Amazon is currently holding uh, for sale okay. on, uh, on the page currently. And, uh, and you can click on the book and buy it from Amazon. So they they have Amazon is holding that book currently. It may be out of print, but they have a copy if anybody wants to get it. Uh, Death by Gun Control. Uh, oh, those are readily the available. Versus the people, and uh, dial nine one one and die. Yeah, the other now, book you, that people need to think about seriously is uh, Gun Control Gateway to Tyranny, which is a book that helps because a side by side comparison between Nazi laws and America's gun control laws. A good, a good example of the use of Nazi laws in America today just happened last week. The governor of California, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, uh, passed legislation for ammunition control and registration. That's right out of the Nazi playbook. And so what starts in California oftentimes works its way across the country. So people really need to make their, uh, themselves familiar with Nazi laws. They, they need to be able to, to see them, to know them, and to recognize them, and to try to stop them from being enacted within their own community. Right. Okay. Sorry about that. We have a, uh, we have a uh, puppy... Uh, a puppy emergency. If anyone thinks I'm sitting in some kind of a broadcast booth in some kind of professional uh, professional place, uh, I hate to dispel the myth, but uh, uh, I'm sitting at my kitchen table and uh, with ten puppies and five little girls uh, asking me questions quietly. Some of them, they're just writing on a piece of paper and holding up it between my face and the screen so that uh, I have to try and read it. While I'm reading this, uh, the last request was for a flashlight because uh, one of the puppies seems has a thorn in its foot. So, uh, so there's my disclaimer for uh, <laughs> for having some dead air just in. So uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead again, Mr. Zellman. Well, I think I, I I pretty well covered it. We're encouraging people to to educate themselves and be able to recognize the use of Nazi laws in America. And then that's done with the book, Gun Control Gateway to Tyranny, which is on our site at jpfo.org. Right. I'm not now, trying to be overly commercial, but either no. people have the knowledge and use the knowledge, or else they suffer. So if people right. have to make a decision if they want to be a step ahead of uh, government criminals or if they want to be underfoot. Right. And uh, while you're saying that, I wanted to, uh, I, I meant to say it a few seconds ago when I was talking about this, but 
the uh, I put the books up there because that's the only way for me to get get a good picture of the books up there and get them listed. Now, uh, if you're going to buy a book, go ahead and buy it uh, from the uh, uh, JPFO website, which is jpfo.org. They'll have the uh, the books, the tapes, etc., all the information listed there. Uh, so if you'd like to buy something, then uh, go there first to try and get it. Uh, and then, of course, if you can't get it and you really want to read uh, the state versus the people, then you can still find it on Amazon. But go to uh, jpfo.org first and try and find it. And then while you're there looking for the book, go ahead and sign up for a membership uh, of the organization. Go ahead and help support uh the organization and what they're trying to do. Now, uh, Mr. Zellman and I were speaking about this earlier also, and that is <clears throat> you can't confuse uh, buying a membership or becoming a member of an organization with activism because uh, they're not the same things. Being a member of the Appleseed Program or being the, a member of JPFO does not mean that you're actively doing anything. Uh, certainly your dollars will help, but more important than your dollars is your mind, your voice, and your body is needed in this. This isn't uh, this isn't something that's going to go away of its own volition. This is something that is going to stick around, uh, I would imagine, uh, almost forever, as long as people are alive and they can convince themselves that it would be better for them uh, to die than to defend themselves, then you're going to have these kind of questions being put out, and you're going to have people trying to make them into laws. And if they don't feel like they should defend themselves, then they're going to tell you that you don't have the right to defend yourselves. So you can become a member of the organizations, but just use that as a way to get the information that can help you become active in doing something about it. As I said, we want you to uh, we want you to get up off the couch. We want you to wake yourself up. We want you to wake your neighbors up, your family members, etc. And once they're awake, then you have to get started in doing something. And once we've explained to you what's going on in the nation, uh, you have two roads you can take. One leads you back to the couch and back to uh, a somnolent lifestyle. Uh, where you're sitting in front of the couch uh, like a zombie uh, in complete denial that there's anything wrong or simply denying that you have the power to do anything about it. And uh, and that is where you're making a huge mistake. Each and every person has a sacred obligation to defend the rights and safeguard the liberties set forth in the Constitution of these United States. One of those is the Second Amendment. Uh, you are duty-bound uh, by being an American citizen uh, you have given your oath by being an American citizen that you will defend the Constitution. And part of the Constitution is the Second Amendment. Well, that's a very good point. But one other point I'd like to make, when people uh, pay their dues to an organization, the organization usually uses that money to create uh, products and, and information. And, and I guess you could call it, uh, well, uh, well, we'll call it ammunition for right now. But... Uh, your money is spent to create all of this information, so you have it to use. And in our particular case, you know, we've created documentary films that can be downloaded free. Uh, We have numerous articles 
Uh, as you mentioned, you went to our, our podcast called Talking to America, where we, we have interviewed expert witnesses who've testified against the ATF and who, are, who have exposed their criminal act, behavior activities. So, again, you're, you're right. I mean, people, you know, it's one thing to join an organization, but it's really more important to, once you've joined, to use all the material that's available. That's right. And uh, I think I was looking at your uh I was looking at the articles last week and uh the other articles were interviews and uh let me see if I can scroll down. Well, we have both uh, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh I think that uh let's see. I'm looking for the the one where uh Here we go. March 30th, 2006. Interview with Revolutionary War Veterans Association. <laughs> so, so you guys had you guys had uh had already given Fred an interview back in 2006. Correct. And uh, and there is a a huge amount of information. Uh interviews with uh uh with guest after guest uh with a lot of major folks in the the uh the battle to defend the Second Amendment, and uh, a lot of information on what happens when when the uh, when the war against the Second Amendment gets out of control and crosses over the line. So we encourage you to go to uh, to jpfo.org and uh, read the material that they have there. Uh, become a member, help support the organization, and then. Uh, and then you decide what level of commitment you're ready to do or ready to go to. If you don't go to uh, jpfo.org and, and become a member and do something there, uh, you've got to go somewhere. You've got to do something. You, the time for sitting on the couch and sleeping is way past over. So uh, we're encouraging uh, every single person who's listening, is, uh, it's your sacred obligation as an American citizen. If I could just add one more point, Mike, because this, this, this question always comes up. A day doesn't go by, we don't get this question. Uh, the answer is no, you don't have to be Jewish to join, just so people know. Uh, we, we don't ask what someone's religion is because we're not preaching religion. We're not promoting religion at JPFO. We're promoting a concept that gun control must be destroyed and that uh, you have a right that predates the existence of the U.S. government to defend your life. Exactly. And that that is uh, I don't think that I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that nobody can give or take away your right to defend or protect your life. That Well, they that do is, try to take it away, you know, and they Right. Obviously they're not, you know, they're not willing to stop it, but they're, so they're going to continue to do it. But you have to make sure that uh, they they fail. Exactly, because that that is not a man uh, given right. I mean, that is a, a a right that you are endowed with by your Creator is the right to defend your life. And uh, and at Appleseed too, we don't uh, we certainly uh, we don't uh, promote or or, or deny uh, any type of uh, religious activity. Uh, we don't allow anything during Appleseeds except Appleseed, but uh, before and after. That's uh, that's up to uh, the folks there. Uh, I know that 
I know that there were uh, there were a lot of folks who uh, who didn't have any involvement with religion involved in the American Revolution, and uh, they were a great asset. But uh, uh, it's up to each individual to to make a decision on what their uh, what their commitment's going to be uh, to the organization or to uh, a religion, uh, and that also goes to uh, a lot of folks think that that conservative organizations, and especially conservative organizations that are connected to any type of firearms, uh, that automatically, in most folks' minds, uh, most of the liberal media, etc., uh, almost immediately equivocates with uh, with being a racist organization. Uh, meaning uh, that uh, if you are a conservative organization with guns, then that puts you right up there with the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, that you don't want uh, uh, any uh, uh, any non-whites uh, involved. And uh, at Appleseed, we don't care uh, what your race, color, or creed is. Uh, I'm just as happy instructing a Democrat or liberal, even happier, to instruct them in Roth marketship as I am uh, a conservative or Republican. Uh, we don't. We have no lines drawn, and uh, I encourage everyone, all all colors, uh, all uh, political uh, parties, etc., to become involved in Appleseed. The Second Amendment is doesn't just protect conservatives or Republicans. The Second Amendment. Re- protects every single person uh, in the United States. Well, you're right about that, and I think that uh, that's one of the reasons we did a film called 2A Today for the USA. It's a free download on our site, but the film was designed to give gun owners a tool to reach out to people who don't own guns to help them better understand and appreciate the Second Amendment. So I would encourage people to uh, use our film. It's free. It's a free download. And to reach out to people in your family or, or, or your neighbors or whoever you work with and who really don't understand the, the benefit and value of the Second Amendment and use the film. Well, we're going to uh, – I'm going to get some of the stuff from uh, from JPFO and uh, – we're going to, we're putting together uh, like a a table at the events here so that uh now during the events as I said we uh, we're 100% uh, apple seed but uh that being said that uh, at the end of events we want folks to have uh, access to uh to literature from all of the organizations you know some people uh uh, some people want to be in the uh, their Texas their uh, state rifle organization or some you know whatever. Uh, but the I keep stressing the point is you have to be involved somewhere. You have to be involved with the APSI program, our mission, which is uh, is just building the machine to wake folks up. But then you have a responsibility as an American individual, as a citizen, uh, to take it even further than that. And uh, that we leave up to you. The EPSI program uh, already has a large enough mission, and there are thousands of other organizations out there that are already geared up for this, for uh, for taking the fight uh, uh, to the government and to the uh, uh, 
your local and state representatives. And uh, JPFO is one of those. And uh, and we will be including your uh, contact information and literature, etc., cetera, uh, at our tables. No, well, thank you. Well, if you uh, if you guys would like to know to learn more, then uh, as I said, we encourage you to uh, to go to the JPFO website. It is jpfo.org, and uh, I'll post the link to it. I already have a link to it up here on the uh, on the Rifleman Radio Show. I've got a hot link on the radio show. Uh, homepage here for it. If you look down at the hot links on the right side, you'll see there uh, a link to uh, JPFO. And uh, if uh, would well, you have anything, uh, you have anything else you'd like to get out at this time, Mr. Zellman? I think this will really do it. I, th- I think you've done a good job of encouraging people to uh, to get involved because right now that's what we need is to get people really involved, get fired up about keeping freedom alive. Right, and uh, and the day to do it is today. The day to get started is today. Uh, there's there's no time for waiting. I tell people, you know, a warning to folks that we thought that the uh, that the country was was damaged. Uh, uh, and it was sinking like the Titanic that it was uh that it was beyond repair but but it's not, and we know that it's not, and that's what our that's why we have a message of hope but the the message of hope is not going to save the country alone, and it continued uh, uh continued ignoring of the damage that the country is sustaining and of the maintenance required uh, will result in a very unhappy ending. So the day to get started is today. Mr. Zellman, I I really want to thank you so much for uh, not just for coming on the show, but for what you do uh, uh, every single day, 24 hours a day, day after day, and, uh, and how much I appreciate what you're doing. Well, thank you very much, Michael, and we'll have to do this again sometime. I, I would appreciate that if you would uh, if you'd come back again uh, for another uh, for another show. That would be great. Okay. Well, let right. me wish well, you the best. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, as I said, there's uh, you can get more information at uh, jpfo.org, and uh, and then down there on the left hand side. There is the uh, the interview that we were talking about with Rabbi Bendori uh, on, uh, I believe it's uh, it's on our Talking to America page. Talking to America series, right? It's a that's series the, of podcasts. That's the current uh, the current podcast that's highlighted on the homepage. And on the right hand side are all the free films that people can download. That's perfect. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, God bless you, and we will see you again on a future show. Okay, take care, Michael. You too, thank you. Bye. All right. I really appreciate uh, Mr. Zombie coming on. He's uh, uh, he's certainly got a uh, full plate. And uh, as I said, 
the the missions and the goals of JPFO are not the missions and goals of Appleseed. And uh, but that being said, I've stated this over and over, but I'll keep harping on it: is that as an Appleseed member and as a as a uh, as a member of the program, pushing the program forward, your mission, your goal is to continue to help build the machine. Now, uh, ideally what we'd like is for you to be uh, so strong and so talented that uh, with your right hand you can uh, continue to uh, give 100% to the Alpseed organization, and with your left hand you can take care of, uh, uh, of, of everything else in your life, including uh, becoming involved uh, with... Uh, with other organizations that are helping to safeguard uh, American rights, freedoms, and liberties. Okay. Now uh, we have some uh, we have some time left to take some other calls. If you'd like to call in, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven. Nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Feel free to call in, and uh, and we'll get you on the air to uh, to take any comments. Uh, uh, I would have taken some calls during Mr. Zellman's uh, phone call, but uh, he was uh, he had already said that he was uh, a little bit pressed for time, so. But we uh, will have him back again, and uh, and I'm sure he would be more than happy to take some calls then. All right, so if you'd like to call in, 347-308-8790. And uh, I'm also going to tell you that next week we'll have Chris Knox on. Chris Knox has a, uh, a book that he just finished, and... Uh, and he's going to talk about the book he's just finished. He's going to talk about once again about the importance of uh, of the of the duality of your roles, which is uh, pushing the FC program forward and at the same time uh, safeguarding your Second Amendment, Third, Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Seventh, Eighth, Ninth, Tenth Amendment rights, etc. Which is your job? It sounds like a lot, and it is a lot. But if you don't do it, who is? If you don't do it, who's going to do it? Mm. Uh, the week after that will be. I'm working with uh, Old Glory on this. I'm working with getting the uh, the tapes, the digital audio tapes that uh, got uh, recorded at the Fort Stewart events. Getting them uh, uploaded and then uh, cobbling that into a show, getting the folks uh, who are at Fort Stewart to help uh, narrate and uh, comment on uh, the weekend there and on the, uh, and on the tapes. Okay, uh, I'm going to get Sam to, to come on the uh, show so that, because uh, I already opened up his mic, and if I don't get him to start talking, he's going to keep building stuff. So, okay, Sam, I'll talk. Welcome I'll to talk. the show. 
<laughs> How's it going, Scout? Good. How you doing? Good, good. That was great to hear Mr. Zellman on there when I finally got the got the computer working right and I could hear him. And uh, I think that's a good thing getting some some folks from outside Appleseed on to hear what they have to say and and what they think. A lot of good information out there. And like you were talking in your comments about Mr. Knox, there's more than just a second that we have to look after. There's a lot of rights for a lot of people that need need tending. Right, and and Appleseed has its missions, has its goals, and uh, and by becoming a member, becoming an instructor, you're duty bound uh, to support and forward those uh, that missions, those goals, etc. And which we do, but it never fails at each event. Uh, I'm always asked once uh, people get through with uh, there's never a getting through with your rifle marksmanship. It's a lifelong journey. But once people uh, once people come to a couple of events, once they shoot to rifleman standards and uh, and uh, and they've told the story, and the next thing they, they ask is, what's next? Where do I go from here? What can I do now uh, to, uh, you know, to expand my role as a guardian of our liberties and our freedoms? And... Uh, and the answer is that it's a wide open world, and uh, there are there are literally thousands of organizations out there. These are these are just a few of them. Uh, as I said, where the the views and the goals and missions of JPFO are not necessarily those of Appleseed. But that being said, you you need to find a an organization uh, that you click with to further the other goals and needs that you have. You know, we're obligated as citizens to support that Constitution and make it work. And one of the things about a representative republic, which is what we are, is that we look after everybody's rights. Not just not just uh, the majority. The majority need tending to, but we also protect the rights of the minority. We have an obligation to respect everyone's rights if we want ours to be respected. That's right. The all so, the all the amendments, all the rights, they don't just cover one group of people. They cover everybody. Well, everybody has that that obligation. Everyone has the rights, and we need to look after everyone's rights, not just our own. Not just our own little part of the world that that we feel is important, but everybody. I may not agree with a lot of the people that are running around in the United States today, but I'm obligated to look out for their rights just as well as my own. If I trample their rights, someone will trample mine. They have the same uh, obligation to look out for mine. We can all say what we want, observe our faith as we choose, and, and live as American citizens. That freedom applies to everybody. That's exactly right. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, who the current administration is. Uh, you're duty-bound, you're bound by law to uh, obey and support the constitutional laws uh, that uh, are enacted and are ruled on, or... Uh, or else change them, one or the other. 
Well, we we often have significant disagreements here in America, and and that's as it should be. The founding fathers weren't in 100% accord with everything that they did collectively, but there's give and take in everything, and you need to learn to live with and accommodate other people. And uh, you might even find value in some of the things that they have to say. You can't afford to discount anybody right off the bat. That's right. All too often we uh, we do that, and it's uh, I don't know. Can you afford to to miss out on uh, on good information, or or, or uh, do you have too many friends? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's something uh, I doubt I'll ever be accused of is having too many friends. Although you know, <laughs> before I, bef- I tell you what, before Appleseed, uh, my list of friends would. Uh, would fit on uh, just uh, one hand, I think. <clears throat> now, I had a lot of acquaintances, but my list of friends was very small indeed. You know, I live a very uh, solitary lifestyle. I work alone. I uh, uh, I save up uh, all of my uh, my town chores for one day, so I can only have to go, on to, go into town one day a week if I do that. And... Uh, so uh, so I ended up you know after uh, after a couple of decades I ended up uh, uh with just uh you know a very small circle. Now with the apple seed program uh has uh, uh I don't know uh, there's no way to count it you know the number of friends now that uh, that I have and who are actually good friends uh as opposed to uh, uh as opposed to having friends who are Pretty sorry, but uh, you got to have them because they're the only, only ones you got. Uh, and uh, I'm very grateful to the program for that. You know, the Apsy program is not a uh, it's not a program. It's not a shooting program. Uh, it's not a social program. Uh, it's not a, uh, a a Second Amendment activism program. And yet, all of those things are included in it. Uh, you will meet some of the best people you have ever met when you go to an Appleseed uh, event. You will make some of the best friends uh, who will be lifelong friends uh, whenever you go to an Appleseed event. You will meet people who are just like you as far as uh, their thoughts uh, about the uh, the nation, about their families and and homes and children, <clears throat> and they'll become your friends, and they'll become fast and hard friends. Uh, good folks like you, Sam. So I consider Sam to be a a friend of mine, and that makes me a very lucky man because Sam is uh, he's actually one of the guys you could say he's a he's a man to ride the river with, and uh, <laughs> and I respect him and. Uh, and I count myself very fortunate indeed to uh, to have Sam as a friend, as well as I do as uh, many of the other uh, Appleseed men and women I have met. Uh, too numerous uh, to list here all at once because I couldn't name them all, and uh, I feel like I would uh, be slighting the ones that I left out. <clears throat> but it's a large number of honorable men and women uh, who... Uh, who make my life uh, uh, a much more complete life. 
Jeff, to pardon our thunderstorm noises here, we got a a little bit of a blow and some weather here, but uh, hopefully it's not overpowering on the radio. No, I don't hear it too much. I okay. I just went outside uh, myself just to check a minute ago because uh, uh, we're supposed to have the storm moving in from uh, Mexico, and uh, I've got a I've got uh, way over. I've got about 150, 200 acres of hay to cut, and. Uh, and I'm hoping to get uh, a good portion of that done uh, without it getting rained on. So, uh, and you know, my pastor called the other day and he said, uh, "Are you getting enough rain? And is it too much rain now?" And I said, "Well, uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're putting me in a hard spot because uh, you know here I prayed eight months for rain, and uh, now you're asking me if it's too much." Uh, because, uh, you know, there's going to be, uh, I'm sure the Lord would be saying, well, what, rain, no rain, rain, no rain, make up your mind. And uh, I just, uh, I would just like to be uh, his rain advisor and, uh, <laughs> you know, and say, all right, here's, here, listen, I've got an idea. How about if we do, uh, how about if we do an inch after the apple seed on Sunday and then next week, Let's do let's do another inch after the apple seed on Sunday, and uh, you know see how that works for a while. Uh, instead, of, <laughs> instead of no rain for uh, eight or nine months, and then uh, ten inches in one day. So, <clears throat> but uh, but it will take the rain. I'm not gonna I'm not going to uh, uh, badmouth the rain. We'll take it. How are you guys doing as far as rain there? We're about an inch ahead for the year, and uh, although it's come in kind of a, a rush lately, I'm glad we have it. Uh, we can use it badly, and I don't have any hay to get in, so I'm a little bit ahead of the game compared to you. <laughs> hopefully it'll dry out enough you can mow without clogging up your machinery and let it let it cure up a bit so you can get it bailed. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping for, too, and... I just got a uh, a dozer for uh, to do the uh, uh, redo the KD and uh, and get ready for the uh, the Rosalind boot camp coming up. You know, normally at this time of year, uh, what I do is I'll take uh, uh, about forty to sixty bales of hay and use them to uh, to safeguard the. Uh, uh, the firing, uh, the uh, berm on the KD, and of course there is zero hay this year, and uh, so I'm got the dozer to uh, so that I can finally I'll just build up the berm so I don't have to worry about uh, about uh, trying to put any hay back there to uh, to catch the bullets. Now, one of the strange things about the hay was that. Uh, you know, we fired uh, thousands of rounds, and uh, they uh, they weren't completely stopped by the hay, but uh, they really didn't go any further than the hay. So if you look behind the hay berm, uh, the ground would just be covered with uh, with nice, clean, uh, non, uh, non-misshapen projectiles, you know. Oh, I'd be but doing they, some serious recycling on that. <laughs> well, I was kind of afraid to do anything like that, but 
But they, uh, you know, they look like uh, nothing was wrong with them. So, and uh, they were just kind of uh, loosely scattered right there on top of the, uh, right there on top of the ground, nice and clean. Well, I tried to open, uh, or tried to refresh the, uh, the blog talk chat, and uh, that doesn't look like it was a good uh, idea. Uh, looks like it's closed off again. So if you guys are in there chatting and wondering why I'm not answering any questions or uh, or making or putting your comments on the air, that's why. It's because uh, because it's not opening back up. <clears throat> so if you have something to say, just come on the air and say it at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero uh, Tech, I saw that you were trying to uh, coax other folks to call in. So uh, if you're not uh, uh, if you're not uh, having any luck with that, you just go ahead and and give a call in yourself. We have a couple of new listeners on that I noticed tonight that I'd, I'd like to hear from, and uh, I'd like to hear from Granny Miller if she. Uh, if she's still listening in, I'd like her to call in and and talk with us and uh, let us know how Appleseed's uh, affecting her life now that we've recruited her husband into the mold. Granny Miller, where is she from? Well, that's Cowdog's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it took me a little detective work to figure that out. I'm kind of <laughs> dense, but I, I got into her blog and got looking, and... Uh, Sure enough, that, that's Cowdog's wife. Well, there you and, go. And I'd like to hear from her. Well, good. We'll have them call in. Uh, right now, we've got the area code 812. Uh, you're on the air. This is Tech Res. Hey, Tech. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, as always. I try to encourage some of my fellows to join in. They said, hey, thanks for volunteering. There you go. <laughs> that's the Appleseed way, right? Exactly. If you, uh, if you make... Uh, some kind of observation, or if you make, uh, uh, if you have some kind of a plan that uh, you want uh, started, then we're always going to give you the steering wheel and uh, and ask you to, to kick the engine in gear and get going. What do you think about uh, Mr. Zellman? Oh, I liked him very much. Uh, you know, he's a no nonsense kind of guy who has uh, done his research of uh, few words, but his words are deep, and meaningful. Uh, very much in the apple seed tradition. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a good man, and like I said, the apple the association between uh, JPFO and apple seed goes way back. Uh, it goes back before apple seed, and uh, and uh, and once again, while our missions, our goals, our ideas of on things uh, are not always the same, we're all uh, part of the group that is responsible for safeguarding America's rights, America's liberties. Now, on the site, uh, on Talk to America, there is a, uh, I mentioned this during the thing, there's a, about a 27-minute uh, section of an interview with Rabbi Bendori, who uh, is the one who uh, has published the uh, Ten Commandments of Self-Defense in uh, it's a very revealing interview. Now, this is a person, uh, this isn't somebody who uh, who started off uh, uh, and from day one as uh, as a person involved in uh, in any way with safeguarding 
or even understanding that there was any need to safeguard or protect the Second Amendment. He's, uh, from his own lips, he says he was the uh, kind of kid who was raised up with uh, and taught that guns were no good and that they were dangerous, and and uh, he wasn't even allowed to have a uh, like a water pistol or anything like that. And uh, and over the course of uh, the last, uh, I would say, the last ten or fifteen years of his life, the things he's seen and uh, the events occurring in this nation and others have caused him to completely rethink uh, his previous uh, learning on this. And uh, and it's a very interesting and revealing uh, trip uh, that uh, he's taken. And, uh, and it behooves everyone to listen to, uh, to listen to the ideas from folks who, who thought one way and then realized that, uh, that, that perhaps they should be thinking in another way because that is going to be uh, the ammunition that you use to, uh, to help people see the truth and the realities is uh, by listening to folks who were on, uh, on uh, the side of gun control and gun banning and gun confiscation. And find out what their thoughts were and what they are now, so that uh, so you can use that in your discussions. So let me know what uh, you are, since you are tonight. You're the voice of the Hoosiers. Uh, hmm. Am I saying that right, Hoosiers? Yeah. Yeah, Hoosiers. Then, I'm uh, just coming th- off of uh, a great weekend at Wabash, actually. We okay. Had, uh, we had a great line of shooters and uh, a couple of women riflemen and uh, some guy riflemen. A lot of uh, a lot of center fire out of nowhere. And it's great to hear the thumping sounds that we don't hear as often anymore. And had a great weekend. Right, and uh, and you're right. And one of the reasons for that, of course, has been the uh, has been the fact that ammunition has been so scarce and it has been so expensive and the whole idea behind us uh, uh, opening up the program to uh, rim fires was and that's the reason is because we're already uh, we're already charging 70 bucks which by the way is the least you'll pay for any uh, rifle marksmanship clinic two-day rifle marksmanship clinic uh, in the universe and uh, but that being said, is we're not interested in making money. We're interested in making riflemen. So we needed to to find a way to make it less financially make a uh, make it less of a financial hardship on the folks who attended. Now, if you come to an apple seed event, you got sixty bucks up front. You got gas, food, etc. Then we're going to ask you to shoot between you know four and maybe six hundred rounds. Now, if you're paying seventy five cents. Uh, Around or even just fifty cents around. Now there goes another two hundred bucks, and uh, so we were looking for a way uh, around that. And rimfire was the best alternative. Uh, you know, you can uh, shoot the rimfire; it will work. Uh, all the instruction is exactly the same at twenty-five meters. Uh, your rimfire skills will transfer directly to your centerfire, and shooting a brick of five hundred and fifty rounds. Uh, is still usually below about 27, uh, 28 bucks. Uh, 
So that is the philosophy behind it. But being a rifleman uh, isn't going to occur just at 25 meters. You're going to have to take your centerfire rifle and go out to the actual distance. You're going to have to shoot at 100, 200, 300, 400 meters and get the data for your rifle. That's what becoming a rifleman means. A uh, rifleman is a uh, is a uh, an individual who can uh, hit the target consistently out to 500 meters uh, consistently. And uh, a rifleman owns uh, every inch of territory uh, within 500 meters. That's what it's all about. So while we do encourage the rimfire, we we don't want to lose sight of the fact that the program is devoted to teaching you how to shoot out to 500 uh, meters with your iron sights. So so we try and make sure that that stays, uh, you know, a high priority and making sure that folks understand that. And, uh, you know, we've been thinking of different things to do. We've been thinking of a... Uh, of setting up some uh, actual distance weekends where uh, folks who have gone to apple seeds <clears throat> and once you've gone to an apple seed say and uh, and shot to uh, rifling standards that, uh, that that would qualify you to come back to a weekend where the whole weekend is devoted to the actual distance where you're going to be shooting at the uh, actual distances all weekend and uh, that's something that uh, <clears throat> you know that we we would like to see happen maybe in the uh, in the near future and uh, what do you guys think about that oh i think that'd be great i think uh that even those of us who have shot riflemen before uh, i know that when i went to uh funfailer's place and uh we were able to go back out zero at uh 25 yards and then literally scoot over 10 feet uh, so that we weren't shooting on that uh, that target board anymore and now we were shooting at 300 yards, uh, you have that uh, aha moment of, wow, the, the target looks very, very much the same and then back to 400 and back to 500, that we're doing the exact same thing. There's a little more basic physics involved. But other than that, the skill set's exactly the same. And if you can do it at 25, you can do it at 500. Well, what I like to do is uh, you know, take the folks uh, from the 25-meter uh, range, take them straight over to the KD, and I uh, put them down on the 300-meter. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then they, uh, they shoot the 300-meter without touching their sights. Exactly. And, uh, and they are... Uh, they are amazed uh, that uh, that everything I told them actually worked, uh, and uh, I like seeing that. I like seeing the looks on their faces, and uh, and uh, and getting them to understand, you know, that uh, that's the reason we're doing it. That's the reason that it works. It's uh, it's amazing. I mean, there's uh, even for somebody who has shot riflemen, and I had been to three apple seeds. Uh, before I went to my IBC to actually move out to that uh, 500 yard distance uh, with my uh, with my rifle, which admittedly was perhaps not the uh, perfect choice for going to known distance, but to again, uh, you know, go through the six steps and then to hear that ping come back because I'd hit the steel. 
it was uh it was beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we'd like to get uh well uh we I wanted to bring up real quick, I know this is a complete jump in uh, in the subject here, but uh <clears throat> we'd like to to bring up the fact that uh one of the uh one of the things that we really need folks to become involved in right now is promotions is uh is making sure that each and every person uh involved in the program is is at the same time understanding that they are uh appleseed ambassadors and appleseed promoters uh, and it doesn't take much you know with uh if we have uh, 4500 plus members on the forum if you can imagine what uh uh what would happen if each of those members put in one hour a month uh in promoting the program we would double overnight that's just one hour a month uh you know if you can imagine 5 minutes uh uh, every other day, that's still an unbelievable uh, amount uh, of push we would get, and uh, and everyone uh, is responsible. Uh, everyone has this responsibility, this obligation, uh, the same as you do for uh, for safeguarding your rights, which is. Uh, one of the things that we're involved in, it's everyone has the obligation who's a member of the program in promoting the program. Uh, and there are thousands of ways to do it. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about was maybe uh, maybe building a balloon that looked kind of like a spaceship and locking a little boy in it and uh, sending it across the, uh, the nation as a uh, promotions tool. I think somebody beat you to that one there, Scout. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of other ways left. Uh, and uh, now, if that balloon was shaped like a big bullet with that apple seed on the side, now that, that might work a little better. Well, if it was shaped like a bullet, there may have been more trouble because I saw I saw during one of the uh, uh, one of the times I came in the house to. Uh, to to check it that uh I saw the flash on the bottom of the screen it said NORAD is tracking the situation. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what NORAD hoped to gain by that, but uh but I guess they just couldn't pass uh flashing that information up there. But uh as Sam will tell you, there are many, many ways of doing this and uh, and it doesn't even have to be you don't even have to think uh uh nationally, think locally. Think going to your uh, your county, city, state, uh, local websites, and just popping in the uh, uh, the event date on their community calendar. It'll take you about uh, five minutes to figure out how to do this and uh, and get it done. And uh, once you figure out how to do it, it probably only takes uh, two to three minutes to do it. And uh, and every little bit helps. Every time somebody clicks on 
a community calendar or a radio station uh, calendar or a television station calendar. And there's calendars for almost every single thing in the world out there. I mean, you you look at uh, at anything. Every television station has a community calendar. Every uh, city has one. Every county has one. Uh, every radio station has one. You name it. And there's a community calendar uh, up there just right for the posting of an Appleseed event. It doesn't seem like a uh, – go ahead. And the amazing thing is that can snowball on you. You, if you, uh, if you do that enough times, a board uh, behind uh, behind the clock uh, local newspaper uh, writer may call you and say, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm dying here. I've got a deadline of tomorrow. Can I interview you for an article for the paper?" Exactly, and it's happened more than once. And uh, happened and, me uh, two weeks ago. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, there you go, and uh, and uh, Sam, he's a veteran of uh, of doing the uh, on the spot radio interviews and uh, newspaper, <laughs> uh, et cetera, like that. And he does a great job of it. Each of us, uh, each of us, should be looking for these things. And uh, that was one of the ideas behind the radio show was uh, uh, was actually just giving folks. Uh, you know, I I started a thread, I don't know, must have been over a year ago, <clears throat> saying that uh, if somebody had gotten onto the uh, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity show, etc., got the Appleseed uh, website out, that uh, I would give them their pick of, uh, of several rifles that I have. And, uh, you know, no charge, nothing to them. All they got to do is... Uh, is get the website out onto uh, the radio show, and uh, it wouldn't be hard to confirm it because uh, uh, if you get uh, your website on uh, the Russell Limbaugh show, your website is will crash. It'll crash because uh, it can't take the uh, six, seven, eight hundred thousand or a million hits that it gets. <clears throat> now, that's, that's a crash I'd love to have. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, and listen, this it's this isn't. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Stacy and I have talked about this before, and and this is what we would call hitting a home run, and uh, and we're certainly not going to uh, depend on hitting a home run or hitting the lottery. But I'm just saying it doesn't have to be uh, Russell Limbaugh or Sean Hannity. Now you can't get on their shows. People do it every day. However. You can get on your local shows guaranteed. You can get on a local radio show just by calling the number and uh, and them answering and putting you on the show. Uh, I do that all the time. And uh, some of these shows have uh, listenerships of uh, up to a million people. So I know it can be very easily done. And uh, and I'm telling you, that is a lot easier than handing out... Uh, even if it's a small radio station, say it's only get uh, there's only twenty five thousand listeners. I would much rather get on the telephone and call and uh, and talk to the folks about an upcoming event than I would putting on my uh, even my comfortable walking shoes and handing out twenty five thousand flyers. <clears throat> you can do the same thing just as easily by uh, calling into a radio show. 
and getting the message out on that. Uh, I wish more people uh, would do this. I know more people probably are doing it than uh, than I know about because I'm doing it, and I don't put it on the forum. Uh, I know Sam has done it over and over and uh, and hasn't put it on the forum every time he's done it. Yeah, you've talked to uh, the guy, and I don't know if you put it on the forum or not, but there are three of us right here who have done it, and uh, everybody can be doing it. Uh, it's a little bit harder for me at times because I, I'm not in the house. I'm out working, and uh, and there's almost uh, nowhere unless I get on the, the one of the main highways that I get good reception. And that's one of the things that they'll drop you for in a heartbeat is uh, is having a bad connection. But if you've got a good connection, you can get good reception on your phone. Uh, you're driving to work. They announce the radio station. Uh, uh, telephone number, you punch it in, dial it, and uh, just be ready with a uh, a quick 60-second uh, 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 introduction to Appleseed. That's all you have to do. You know, it, it's it's so simple. Dial it up. I mean, you, you'd call up your wife or your car mechanic. Call the radio station. Get on, say hi, and say, let me talk about Appleseed. Yeah, and you just... and. You don't think about, don't worry about it being, uh, uh, you know, a uh, hundred or a thousand or ten thousand or a million folks. Just, uh, just talk to them, just like you'd talk to your buddy, calling him and trying to get him to come to an apple seed. So that was one of the reasons that uh, that I figured that we could use the the radio station here for get folks used to calling in uh, to an easy, uh, friendly program that where you're guaranteed to get on the air. And uh, and just talking about apathy, get rid of some of your uh, stage fright, get your game going, get it worked out so that you can call, you can go back tomorrow and uh, call the local radio station. And then do that for a uh, month or so and then start calling, uh, you know, one of the national shows. And you may have to call five or ten times to get on. But uh, you're guaranteed to get on at some point. Uh, if you weren't, then uh, there would be no callers to Rush Limbaugh. There would be no callers to Sean Hansey. And one of these days, somebody's going to get on there. They're going to get the website out. Uh, we're going to get uh, uh, 500,000 hits and crash the website, and then uh, I'm going to be shipping them a uh, a rifle. So uh, make sure that uh, make sure you do it before I do it. Let me put a challenge out there, Scout. Anybody know the most number of folks we've ever had on the forum at once? Yes. 340. 340. That anybody was that, December 8th of last can, year. Yep. Anybody can beat that, I'll send them two bricks of 22s. i send you two bricks of 22s if you can get a crowd on that forum. Maybe we should have some type of a, uh, you know, we have uh, different uh, uh, attempts to uh, to make records of Appleseed uh, a uh, you know, event uh, attendance. <clears throat> Maybe we should have uh, the next month or so have a. Uh, uh, you know, we've got uh, almost five thousand members. Let's have a uh, let's have a uh, a forum drive to uh, push the most num- the the number of folks uh, on at one time uh, to up over a thousand. See if we can get that. I think that would be fantastic. I'd love to see it. 
uh, even our members don't participate quite enough. <coughs> they pop yeah, the, on and say hi. Yeah, the average number of folks online on any given day, I think, is about uh, you know a couple of hundred. And uh, I think that uh, I think we could do that. I think that we could uh, uh, you know put together an attempt to get everybody online at once and and get some uh, uh, get some excitement and. Uh, uh, interest stirred, restirred in the program, and get to have a uh, a forum record uh, attempt. I think that'd be a pretty good little thing to do. Uh, like I said, we've got five thousand members, something like that, uh, but we don't see a whole lot of them get on. And although we don't uh, encourage turning it into a social thing. We do like to see folks check in once in a while and see what's going on and uh, get reinvigorated. Catch a little right. bit of apple seed rabies off of us. Okay, well, listen, uh, I'm going to make a motion here that uh, we put uh, tech in charge of this. Sam, <laughs> I see your hand raised. Mine is raised. Okay, that's two votes. Uh, all right, the motion carried. Tech is going to be in charge of uh, of putting this together. All right. All right, so basically we're going to see if we can kill our server. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hard to do it. We do it like once a week now anyway. Oh, well, there we go. I mean, we should – We should. Uh, it's a great idea, not only because it could really reinvigorate some people, but um, it is evident when I have – when I'm running a shoot, the difference between the trainers – the instructors who have been on the forum regularly and those who have not. Uh, it makes a big difference for everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, certainly it does. And uh, just to create, uh, I think anytime you create uh, some excitement, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you, like uh, Sam said, you know, you're going to inject, uh, uh, you know, a little bit of invigoration into the program. So, uh, I think this is something we should really do, and uh, I'll be glad to work with you on it, and uh, and uh, we can get some more assistance for this. And uh, I'm gonna really push for this. Let's uh, let's bust the record. Let's get a thousand people online uh, before uh, let's see before the end of November. Okay. Uh, we can start sending out uh, notices. Uh, I can uh, access the. Uh, the forum uh, notices, so we can send uh, the uh, PMs out to everybody. We can uh, get a thread going on it and saying that, uh, you know, that we're going to ask uh, to uh, have a, you know, a full, uh, uh, a full member online evening, and we'll find out when the best evening will be for it, and uh, get a schedule for that evening. Get uh, get everybody on at once and see if we can't crack this baby open. Sounds good. We uh we shot this year for the you know largest contiguous firing line. Let's see what we can do about the largest uh contiguous line of apple cedars on virtual on our site. There you go. Well listen guys like a good one. They're fixing to close us out here. I never got the chat program to reopen. So I can't uh I can't tell the folks there good night or, or anything, and uh, but uh, I'll tell the folks listening now uh, that we want. I certainly want to thank Mr. Zellman for coming on. Uh, I want to thank uh, Para for calling in, Sam, Tech, all you guys, everybody on the uh, the chat program that was helping out. 
We sure appreciate that. And then uh, we will be looking for you uh, this next Tuesday when Chris Knox will be our guest. And before then, uh, before this next Tuesday, you're going to see uh, a thread on uh, on breaking the forum records. Okay. Uh, thanks again to everybody for calling in. Uh, God bless everybody, and uh, we will see you this next Tuesday. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.